live from the ESPN 690 and the Jordan Levine Studios. This is Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690 with Brent Martineau and Austin Lane. Basically, what he was trying to lead the media into thinking is that he was vaccinated, but that there are other people that aren't vaccinated. That, yep. That's not going to fly. That is a lie. And so the NFL has to step in because the Green Bay Packers nor Aaron Rodgers were compliant when it comes to the rules that the NFL and the NFLPA established when it came to protocols surrounding COVID-19. They put those things in place to keep people safe, to try to protect people's lives, to try to protect people's livelihoods. And the fact that Aaron Rodgers was, would think he's above it all and that he doesn't have to comply when the other 2,000 guys around the NFL are is absolutely ridiculous. Is that Canty? You better believe it. <laughs> I'm getting Brent. there. Yeah. I'm getting there. I'm like, when in doubt now, I go Canty. Yeah, I like it. That's a good, strong take. Uh, I, I don't know if I, I saw, obviously everybody saw the Aaron Rodgers stuff where yep. he, he's got COVID and he's not vaccinated. And he kind of, I don't know if he lied, but he kind of twisted things back in like August where he said, I'm immunized yeah. is kind of the phrase, right? It's, it's kind of like, what would John Wick do? <laughs> you know? Yeah. So. Hey, break the rules. While, while some other people were being scrutinized and it was more, whether it was Cam Newton or, you know, um, I don't know who else, but you, you name it, be scrutinized. Then Cole Beasley. Beasley, of course. Well, Beasley kind of brought the attention to I mean, he brought the I'm battle not, to everybody else. Hey, you I'm know? not saying it wasn't warranted. I, I'm, I'm just not, saying yeah, that. I, I do think when people bring up the Beasley part, like, that's a little different. Beasley, like, took the Twitter and challenged and basically said, come and get me. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I mean so it's a little, again, however you feel about it, but when you want to go into battle about it, yeah. that was basically what Beasley was doing. Yes. Uh, these other guys, obviously Aaron Rodgers trying to keep his thoughts on it very quiet. Mm-hmm. And... Um, so I guess I'm not, what Canty just said there is basically like, you didn't have to follow the rules. Well, I don't think that's true. I mean, uh, am I missing something? Like there are, well, there are players on the Jags that are not vaccinated. Not everybody's. And the difference is when you see, like when Aaron Rodgers does his media availability, oh, he he's not wearing mask. a mask or ah. he's not wearing a mask on the sidelines. And that's, but it's, the take well, that is, like is true. Okay. So that's well, where his take came from. Well, that is fair. But that's it's also true. that it's like, well, what were the meetings like? Was he quarantined from all his other teammates? Like, yeah. was he eating lunch by him? You well, know, like, because remember how we talked about how the, the rules and regulations of not being vaccinated set you up to, to be detrimental to your team? Yeah. You got to be in different areas. Yeah. Like, was he going out okay, on the road? So the starting quarterback now was doing that? And, and, you know, that's a really, it's, again, so in fairness to Canty, that's where he was coming from with that, yeah. I understand now. Uh, the, you know, look at now all the post-game interviews he's done. True. With people. Yeah. I mean, you're not supposed to do that. Like, that's not supposed to be a thing. So, and, so I, like, there's two different ways to criticize Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. I think you can, cert- when you are that vital to your team as a quarterback, any quarterback, yeah. I think you can make the case that, okay, there's one thing to be very principle-based about whether you get vaccinated or not. Mm-hmm. There's another thing to be a team player who relies on you, and now you might be risking your season and your team season and everybody else, which I think could cause some friction around the locker room, yeah. you know, especially when you're, a bit, you're that important. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, really, the best example of this is like a Carson Wentz, right? Wentz has his own beliefs. Wentz is not vaccinated. Wentz has been seen wearing the mask everywhere and, and following protocols, at least 
publicly yeah. that we can see. And so the other part of it is, like, Aaron Rodgers probably should get dinged big time and maybe the Packers from a fine standpoint mm. for not following the protocols Horrible. and the guidelines, right? Horrible. You're hosting Jeopardy, shaking hands with all the contestants. <laughs> Well, that came at a different time. I'm kidding. No, obviously I'm joking, man. <laughs> but, but um, I mean, could yeah, the NFL it's... levy some punishment here? Yeah, but are they gonna? Probably not. I mean, honestly, bad look if they well, don't. Well, do you think they're gonna they're gonna have a full on investigation of the Green Bay Packers now to see if Aaron Rodgers was was taking part in the protocols? I think they might. Uh, Austin, you think so? I, I will tell you this. Okay. I can tell you this. Over the last year, and I don't know how much now. I actually thought it's interesting you said because I thought about this recently before the Aaron Rodgers came out, like yesterday or this morning, that. I wonder how many people are like, it, it feels like everything's loosened a little bit. You know, like everybody's like, okay, most people are vaccinated. If you're not, we've already gone through those battles and, yeah. and conversations. And it feels like in the NFL, nobody's really talking about COVID that much. And so I almost wonder, like, are you still getting weekly tests? If they did stay positive, is it easier to hide that mm -hmm. and, and say, yeah, whatever, nobody's going to know? But I don't think that's the case. I think... Over the last year or so, I can tell you, like, I've heard that the NFL was very stringent last year on looking at video inside buildings, you know, being ready to find people, saying you're not following the protocols. Like, they did not want that as part of the storyline. Yeah. And so they were very um, regimented about it, you know, and, and looked at it. Now, I don't know if that's loosened a little bit this year, but I think they have the capabilities to go back if they want and look at video inside that Green Bay building. Yeah. And, and, and certainly you could ding Aaron Rodgers for doing post-game interview with Pam Oliver just the other day. Well, okay, yeah. I guess the thing, though, is how did you know he, was, he wasn't vaccinated? Like, how did you know he was unvaccinated then now? Like, where was this... Like well, he, that's what everybody's. Dude, that's what uh, the okay, but like, but I'm saying, if you're the NFL, like, don't you have to t keep a closer watch of that? Well, like, isn't the whole point of the protocol to enforce said protocol? Apparently, the league knew that he was unvaccinated because you can't really lie about that. It's just there was no real enforcement that was being done. No, it's out there that the league knew he was not vaccinated. I yeah. think. So I think everybody. What happened was everybody said. Everybody thought in Green Bay and everyone else when when Aaron Rodgers on August 26th or whatever it was said yeah kind of was like yeah I'm, immu I'm immunized like they were like oh, okay he's he's vaccinated that's what he meant by it not this but whatever treatment that is now I don't even never even heard of what they said I guess I'm so confused though where I, I feel like if you're the NFL and you're trying to regulate this thing wouldn't you ask hey let me see your vaccination card well to to that's what so, that's what but, so uh, but, uh, uh, Okay. He just said that they knew. So why? So then, what are, are you confused so on? Why he was doing the press conferences and everything so obvious without no, a mask? I'm confused why they have to investigate this now. Like the, if the NFL knew about it, they didn't do anything. Why they didn't do anything about it now? Yeah. Uh, so you're basically saying why didn't they on Sunday night before they even knew he was positive be like, hey, why are you doing an interview with Pam Oliver if you're not vaccinated? Well, yeah. My point is, if they knew Aaron Rodgers is unvaccinated and he's going to this giant Halloween party and he's hanging out with all these people and you see pictures online and everything, then why didn't the NFL come out and say, well, he's violating protocol because you can't do that? Because by my understanding, that would be a violation of the protocol. You can't be seen in public at large gatherings if you're not vaccinated. He was at a large public event. So where is the NFL saying you can't do that? But now we want the NFL to go back and say, well, he, he can't do that. We have to find him now or whatever. Well, you had your opportunity. Yeah. Well, I mean, this first of all, at. the season's still going on, so they can say they can find him whenever they want. It's not, I mean. Okay. I guess. I, your point, I get your point. I know what you're saying. I like, thought where there would have been more precedent. Yeah, yeah, I thought yeah. there would have been more precedent in terms of, you know, the vaccination on vaccination and all the protocols.
Yeah, it, I don't it, know. it's a good call. No, I mean, it's, I think that's a fair call. I, I think most of to your listen. I have no. We don't know every fine that happens in the NFL and everything that goes on in every memo. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, sometimes Schefter's in the Rappaport's and every, we'll get a hand. I think if it's a blanket statement or something a little bigger, they might know it and report it. But I mean, maybe the Josh Allen didn't wear a mask somewhere along the way, and the NFL saw it and and find him or send a letter or a memo maybe they did it already with aaron Rodgers. we just don't know but i will say this you look at carson wentz you look at guys that we know that apparently aren't vaccinated guys like josh allen who are wearing a mask at his press conference availability and looks to be doing the things that they said have to be done uh if you're going to play and, and follow protocol now what we don't know is is he going out to dinner on the hotel on the road i don't know you know i have no idea uh but when you do see Aaron Rodgers at parties, Aaron Rodgers doing post-game interviews right on the field without a mask on, I mean, those should be finable offenses if he's violating protocol even before today, to your point. Well, exactly, and that is my point. How do we go from, and I'm, I'm not trying to, like, you know, get political, like, well, you should be vaccinated, you shouldn't be vaccinated. That's everyone's choice. The NFL made that perfectly clear. But how do you go from last year with the Tennessee Titans who, you know, maybe broke some kind of protocol where it's like, well, do they forfeit the game? Like the, the NFL investigating yeah. the next day because they're supposedly training together at some high school it was, remember? They and were, we, we had yeah. your friend, the, the best-dressed guy in the C. business. Levin, yeah, yeah C. Levin, we, we talked about that. The NFL Probably, investi- is our investigative reporter. Yeah, the, the NFL investigated like literally the next day to see if they were in violation or anything. We're, we're talking about something that's been going on and on and no one's saying anything about it? You wait until the end of the season? What changed from last year to this year? They're not the face of the NFL like okay. Aaron Rodgers is. And, the, and that's my point, Casey. Well, Thank you very much. No, but I, I think it does speak to something that I said earlier. I said last year, I think they had, like, the, the COVID police out in the NFL. Like, okay. they were seriously – I was told they seriously were, like, watching video inside buildings. Mm. Like, that was a real thing. This wasn't, like, a passive, yeah, we made all these rules, but whatever – no, that was like a real deal thing. Like wearing your mask in the building, being six feet apart. Like those things were real last year. And, and the NFL policed it mm-hmm. in a big time way. Uh, now, we didn't always hear about it, but they policed it. To, to that point, it feels like they have loosened their guard and they have not policed it to that point. And it's almost like a thing of the past. We set the guidelines. Hopefully you do it. But... I think this hasn't been brought up because everybody kind of took that seven-second soundbite from Aaron Rodgers, especially, uh, and thought that he was vaccinated. Yeah. And, and like, okay, well, we see Carson Wentz. He's wearing a mask in interviews, and he's doing the things. Aaron Rodgers said he's immunized, and he's not wearing a mask. That must mean he's vaccinated. So, basically, Aaron Rodgers, like, duped everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> You know, uh-huh. including yeah. maybe the NFL, or they didn't check it, well, to your point. Yeah. Source, trust me, bro. I think the NFL knew it. They just, you know, yeah. it's Aaron Rodgers. Hey, know, on, on the flip on side. Farm commercial. Well, now they're going to have to probably do so. Like, I think they have to levy some kind of punishment, fine you, or something. Gonna, they got to find him a couple thousand dollars. Like, what do you think is going to happen? Like, they're not going to sit him. Well, they're no, not going to no, take draft think, picks I away. I don't think they would do that. I, I just think. But that's what we were talking about last year for the Titans. Well, yeah, but it didn't happen. Yeah, but, I mean, that, that was a discussion. Okay, I mean, yeah. they, this is one guy, again, in a different... I think the climate is different, so I don't think the punishment will be as different. Okay. But I think it's a ba- this is a bad look, and basically it's Aaron Rodgers flipping off the league and sure. the shield. Yeah. Right? 
And but, so if I'm if I'm Roger Goodell, then I've got to levy something. Like it's got to be a significant fine, and probably a fine to the Packers too, because they're the one that's supposed to oversee this as yeah. an organization. But how somebody can go this long? Okay, let's just say it like this: If Aaron Rodgers never had COVID, and he was still unvaccinated, he would went the whole season. Nobody would have knew anything. And I guarantee that if I would have came down on him, the only reason he got caught was because, well, supposedly, you know, he's got COVID now. You mean tell me that NFL didn't know he wasn't vaccinated the whole time, and he's still doing interviews? Like, we're only making a big deal about this now is because he has COVID. This wouldn't be a big deal if he didn't have COVID, even though we know he's unvaccinated now. Oh, yeah, we would never so, know. So, yeah. yeah. But the NFL should know. Well, listen, there's a lot of things you don't know until you get caught. I mean, you know, you can get but, away with a lot of things in life until you get caught. Okay. I'm just saying, if the, if the, NFL, true. If mean, the NFL truly didn't know that Aaron Rodgers was unvaccinated, they, they truly didn't know that the whole time, then they failed as well, an organization. I, I understand. Well, yes, I understand what you're saying. You're not yeah. wrong. But the bottom line is it doesn't also make it right for Aaron Rodgers. It's not like he should go just because you're the right. league screwed it up doesn't mean that Aaron Rodgers should go scot-free no, on this. No, I am not celebrating Aaron Rodgers. Rodgers for, for sticking it to the man or whatever. Like, yeah, the, the, what you did was wrong. At the same time, the people that were put in charge to enforce the rules, to enforce the protocols, failed. Yes. So how am I supposed to say, well, you should you know, find Aaron Rodgers now when you can't even do your job right the first time? Yeah, well, because Aaron Rodgers gave him another opportunity. Cool. Then go ahead and make it right. Uh, go, go, go ahead and, and fix your screw-up. Uh, that's, I mean, he's given them that opportunity. Yeah. Uh, here's, here's probably the most critical part of the story uh, as read on ESPN here. Sources said Rodgers follows masking protocols while interacting with players and coaches inside the team headquarters at Lambeau Field. So if they're, and again, they can go back and look at this video so they can find that out, bam, in a heartbeat. Sure. If he did or not. Sure. And so that's, whether it's sources or not, the NFL has enough sources. They're called cameras mm -hmm. to be able to find that out. However, Rodgers does not wear a mask while in the media auditorium during his weekly and post-game news conferences. And again, forget about even in that setting where, again, I'm down there today, you've got to wear, we have to wear masks. Yeah. Uh, and if you're not vaccinated, guys like Josh Allen would have to wear a mask. Uh, Urban Meyer didn't today, he's vaccinated. Mm -hmm. But I think the most, the biggest one, on, I mean, now you just got to go back and watch all the primetime interviews that Aaron Rodgers has done. And he's sitting there like no six feet apart. This isn't like your socially distanced interviews that we had last year. Yeah. This is like real interviews now. Like, to me, that's the worst part of the infraction, probably, mm -hmm. for Aaron Rodgers because he's, you know, nose-to-nose -nose with whatever national reporter. Um, and I'm surprised other players or the NFLPA or whatever didn't complain about it. And maybe they have. It's just gone real quiet. Yeah. But uh, he said the Packers have put other unvaccinated players on Zoom instead of an in-person media sessions. So uh, it's, I mean, it's it's pretty wild situation to see what the NFL does or has already done. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, it, again, I, not every fine is made public. You know, I mean, not every, you know, you got fined, but, I'm sure, a lot. Now, you can go look them up probably. But, I mean, is that going to be the precedent, though, just slapping him on the wrist with a fine? Or should it be more? I don't think it should do more. I mean, okay. I, 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 we just well, went then, into this whole well, thing about thing. it. Sure. The, the, the bottom, if, um, I could see the other players being a little upset about, okay, why is there precedent for Aaron Rodgers and maybe not for me or, or others? I just think that if you're the NFL and, and you're trying to preach getting vaccinated and you're trying to put these protocols and then you don't enforce the protocols and then you say, well, you're going to get fined for not, you know, for violating the protocols and that's the worst that's going to happen to you. I don't think as the, as a league you're really taking precedent in this saying, we, you know, we're really worried about COVID-19. Well, I'm if, just saying that's what I think. Yeah. Uh, well, do I think there's a little bit of a front on that? Yeah. 
Yeah, probably. Like a lot of businesses. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm not all businesses, but a lot of businesses. Some believe it yeah. more than others. And I think the, the bottom line with the NFL is they want damn games to be played so money no, can get cash. For I sure. Mean, and I think if it's Jimmy Garoppolo, we're saying a different story now, but it's Aaron Rodgers. So. so, for example, I just like, I went on Twitter and like looked at the videos of Carson Wentz interview, and it looks like he does one every week. They do it outside the facility, and they're definitely six feet apart. He does. He does that. Uh, they've exclusively got him on, uh, I think, Wish, which I think is the CBS affiliate in, in Indianapolis. Um, if that's the one you're watching, like yeah, they, they do a one-on-one yes. right, with him, uh, and they, they, they pay him to do that interview. Uh, and uh, he does the interview, but it's six feet apart. And I think, does it have a mask on? Does he have a mask on? He does not. He does not, but they're, they're six feet apart. And they're outside. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, but I have seen him at the podium, I think, with a mask on. When he does his post-game That's stuff. what I'm looking for. I just yeah. haven't found it yet. Uh, th- here's the deal. With the NFL, um, you do wonder if they'll take... This is a great opportunity for them to be like, hey, uh, if you're not going to follow the protocols, well, we can make an example out of Aaron Rodgers. Yep. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so you wonder if they'll use this opportunity to do so. Or is there more to the story that's already been done and nobody knows yet, you know, and as the digging continues? I mean, it's a pretty fresh story here today. Yeah. And, and uh, it's a wild scenario because of the rest of the public, based off that one immunization <laughs> quote, basically thought he was vaccinated. Yeah. You know? So it's really a, a wild thing. Now we're checking everybody. Now we're going to be back to being like, okay, did that guy really say he was vaccinated or did he say yeah. something else? Like, did you see the article, by the way, on that? Like, what was the, the therapy or something that he, that he took? So is it his wife or his fiance? I read about this today. A uh, fiance. I don't fiance. Right the, 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 she's really big into like making her own medicines and things like that. So I think that's what he was. So doing. that's what he. Did. I think that's what they're kind of referring. Carson to. Wentz does wear a mask at the podium after the game. Yeah. Um, on again, the f- on the flip side, it's Jordan Love time. Well, what does yeah. that mean? Yeah, I mean, it's pretty wild. They go no receivers last week, and now they're going Jordan Love this week. <laughs> Against yeah. Kansas City. No I mean, less. name LaFleur the coach of the year if they beat Kansas City, right? I mean, you're not lying. Uh, but I, I mean. Yes, it's a huge detriment to the Packers. You know, I think they still have the division wrapped up easily. But it's not the worst thing to happen because now you get a, good, you get a shot at Jordan Love, who's going to be playing against the Kansas City Chiefs, who on defense aren't really that impressive. So you, you, you get a good litmus test to see, all right, if Aaron Rodgers is truly gone next year, what can Jordan Love do for us with the ones? Yeah. I, I think it's a great opportunity. Yeah. I mean, now it's a small sample opportunity. Yeah, but, but it's, it's, it'll be a good opportunity. game reps, man. It's too bad it didn't come last week. They could trade him to, like, the Saints if he really played well. <laughs> it's funny. I just, that right. just popped in my head, like, one day after the trade deadline, this happens. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, Green Bay is really good. They've been able to win. They haven't won sexy anyway this year, and they've been able to win through a bunch of different things. Now we'll see if they can win uh, with, with Jordan Love. You know, one other note on the NFL. I mean, this Henry Ruggs story mm. is just... I mean, it's obviously most of all sad. I mean, mm-hmm. in in five seconds, this guy ruined his own life and the lives of others. And he's and, lucky to be alive. And, first and of how all. is he even alive? And yeah. anybody in that crash alive at 156 miles an hour, yeah. twice the legal limit of alcohol, mm-hmm. uh, is reportedly. Mm-hmm. I mean, this guy's going to—he's going to prison. For, he went from the from the. The field in Las Vegas and that new stadium, the catching passes and maybe having a hundred yard days to go into prison for the next thirty years. Yep. I mean, there's like no doubt. 
right? Well, the, I mean, there's a the, like so the, the statement uh, sentence could be different. But. Yeah, I think it was like two to, to two to thirty or something. Two to twenty. Yeah, twenty six is a max on one, but he could have get comp yeah. several different counts and felony counts yeah. that could add the. It depends how much they want to. I mean, the judge basically said, as long as I've been on this bench, I've never seen a, a somebody go that fast That's in a crash. Man. And it's even, if you know Henry Ruggs' story about, obviously, uh, his best friend who died in a car crash, it's just even more sad, yeah. the whole thing. It's unbelievable. I mean, I, we talked about it yesterday. They, they, they have, you don't have to get to this spot, one with an awful decision and then another awful decision, but the NFL wants to help guys avoid this. Yeah. And, uh, man. I mean, it's just an unbelievable situation with Henry Rex. We'll be back. Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. Got some golf picks to come on a Wednesday and a little more football talk on the way. On a scale of 1 to 10, about a 9, but it should have always been a 9. There should have been no false sense of security, guys. Everyone that you looked at the AP poll and used that as a real legitimate source of where since you might end up when the college football playoff committee released their rankings that was obviously very inaccurate it was it was misguided because Cincinnati like I've said forever and I'm sure like you guys have probably said it there is absolutely nothing Cincinnati can do to get in the playoff who was that McElroy you better believe it had to be a college football snob Ouch. Power five snob. Ouch. Yeah, he, he has no fine bomb. <laughs> fine bomb, believe it or not, couldn't find a good bite on him talking about what happened last night. Oh, of course, he, he would think because four SEC yeah, teams because, should be in. Whoa, whoa Brent, because they're all good. I mean, like, fine bomb's to the point now where everything he, he echoes is gold, so it's like, whoa, what yeah. can you really pick out of it? Everything's I mean, so good. Does fine bomb show, is it the slogan that just means more as well? <laughs> it's got to be. Hey, it means more to me. <laughs> It means more being means more on when it. When you're on it. it, means more being on it. You better believe it, man. Uh, oh, when are we gonna what get Feinbaum on? I mean, God, he's busy. Texting. No, no. I mean, I've, I've been talking. He's busy. You know, yeah, I mean, like we're on at the same time. Well, yeah, you know, he's and, and he actually mentioned that as well. You know, it, it's kind of direct competition, but yeah. I, I mean, you know, I, I think he's working on something with me, and in the future, we'll get something going. <laughs> It's all right. Uh, let's get Captain Rick Riles on. He's been hanging around since the break. Uh, what's up, Captain Rick? How you doing today? I'm doing fine, Brent. I'm a little tired. I mean, who wouldn't be tired after watching Freddie Freeman celebrate last night? <laughs> yeah, that was pretty good stuff, wasn't it? Was that it? any good? It was yeah, great. The, the, uh, I've been to one World Series in my life. It was when the Milwaukee Braves played the New York Yankees in 1959. If you think my dad took me to that. So oh, how cool is that? Last night was awfully, awfully special to me, I promise you. Fishing was special today, too. Now, it was rough. There ain't no getting around that. But they did get in the first day of the El Pescado Billfish Tournament today, and 13 of the 20 boats fishing out of St. Augustine registered at least one sailfish catch. I believe the boat, the Cement, is in first place. They've got five. Uh, so there was some pretty good sailfish fishing going on despite some nasty, nasty seas. But inshore, it was way over the top. My goodness, I talked to you guys. In fact, my buddy L.J. Pitts and his cousin Nick Pache were waiting in the grass on that high tide. Like I've always told you, when we get these strong northeasters, we get a high tide, and they're waiting in the grass. Said they saw at least 20 pails. Uh, they caught some reds, and they did some marsh hen hunting while they were at it up in the flooded grass. It's going to probably flood again tomorrow. The only place that disappointed today was down at Guanadam, where I thought it would be very, very good fishing. I just got off the phone to Roger Walker. He had one 
20-inch trout. So wasn't good everywhere, but where it was good, it was real good today. We'll see. We're going to have a similar day tomorrow, maybe even a little more wind. So uh, it's going to probably be all inshore, and I would look for redfish in the grass on the flood tide in the afternoon. All right, All right, Captain Rick, by the way, I'm looking up. It's a 1958 World Series, Yankees and Braves. And uh, Warren, yep, Warren Spahn uh, would, would have been on, obviously, Whitey Ford, Casey Stangle. Luke, Bob Turley was the MVP that series. Uh, a lesser Lou Burdett, Lou Burdett um, who was on that staff, actually one day was um, about to leave the stadium Ask any of the kids if they needed a ride, and he ended up driving my brother home. <laughs> if you can believe that, That's you know, awesome. and the story'd be different. That's awesome. Uh, do you remember by any chance what game you went to? No, I do not. Uh, nope, that'd I be sure tough. I wouldn't remember either. <laughs> I, I remember being there, and I, re I remember well, Henry Aaron was there. Right? Um, he was really gosh was he about a rookie at the time or would that have been before Aaron that wouldn't have been before Aaron would it uh, I'll have to double check um, I don't see Hank Aaron's I don't name popping don't up on the, yeah he might not have been there but obviously Warren Spahn was Warren Spahn I believe um, had uh, had one part in a movie he played a fighter pilot in a movie that we saw later on. I remember that. That's wild. But, That's uh, good stuff. That was, that was wild stuff. All right, Grant, thanks, buddy. We'll talk fishing tomorrow. All right, thanks, Captain Rick, uh, for the Sports thanks. and Fishing Report. And, by the way, the Yankees won that series 4-3. to three. Damn Yankees. Um, <laughs> so it was a good. It was in seven. Man, if I could trade, I'd love to go to the 1958 World Series. I seriously would. If I go back in time. Between 1940s and 1960s and watch a little baseball. Yeah. Mickey Mantle. Yeah. Whitey Ford. Mm. Yeah, I know. You're snoring. Not me. I mean, you're talking about King... I, I think I watch King Griffey Jr., man, you know? Ted Williams. Go hey, on. how about that college football playoff, though? Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm going in yesteryear. Hey, now, listen. See, you're kind of like a fight guy. You're a boxing guy. And... Go on. Would you go? Would you like to go back to that generation Ali? and watch boxing? Oh, I would, I would see Ali Frazier all day. Yeah. Well, and not only that, because boxing was so big. At, yeah. At that time. Yeah. Right. The, yeah. Like the age-old story, the the cliche of sports is boxing, horse racing, and baseball. True. We're we're kings of sport. Yeah. At, you know, back in the day. Yeah. And so, and and depending on whatever you're talking about, but I mean that. So if you like. The fight yeah. game. Oh, yeah. Like, most recently, we know the fight game from guys like Holyfield and Tyson and everybody sure. else. But, obviously, Ali. Everybody knows mm -hmm. Muhammad Ali. But uh, even if you go way back. Oh, we're talking about, like, the old school. Yeah, like, I mean, you're talking about, like. Joe Lewis. That was the thing. Lamada. Right? Yeah. I mean, that was. If you had a big fight, it was the Super Bowl. Yeah. You had a big horse race. It was like the Super Bowl. You yeah, big, yeah, no. You know, yeah, World yeah. Series, the Super Bowl. So, that's where I, I think it was just such a different time. Yeah. I always thought that time would be really neat. Yeah. See, and, by the way, you know, you're, you're coming out of, like. Uh, World War II and th stuff where the country's rallying and, mm -hmm. you know, just anything to feel good like baseball and yeah. whatever it well, might be. And those, I mean, we think like Conor McGregor's a big celebrity now, like back then. Oh, yeah. Like boxers, I mean, they were, you know, they're bigger than movie stars. Like they were that. Yeah. I, I'm, <laughs> on the YouTube feed, is like, what are we talking about here? Hey, listen, we're going back yeah, in hey, the day hey, for hey, a moment. Hey, I mean, it's definitely not the college yeah. football playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. Talk, yeah. talk about Mickey Mantle and you know, hey, stuff, I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, here's I, a, I, I mean, yeah, I, I got it. <laughs> uh, okay, okay. Do you want to be honest here where my mind's going? Okay, with guys like Mickey Mantle and stuff, like, yeah, I mean, how, it's legendary. Don't get me wrong. 
But like, oh, there's a single for Mickey Mantle. Sweet. Oh, there's a double for Mickey Mantle. Yeah, he hit like, like 500 plus home runs. Okay, well, he hit home runs too. Ted Williams. And yeah. But, you know, like, I mean, I watched Mark McGuire and, like, Sammy Sosa do the dang thing, and that was pretty impressive. Yeah, you know how many home runs Ted Williams and Mickey Mantle would have done if they had steroids, too? Well, they didn't have steroids. Boring. <laughs> you know? Bunch of... <laughs> but it wasn't... Of, yeah, but you, you, like, you don't even watch... No, yeah, no muscle tone, no, like, their wrists. Like, I can fit my hands around their wrists, just... <laughs> oh, muscles. No like, muscle tone back right, then. Go, just go, flabby. Go look at a picture of Mickey Mantle and tell me there's no muscle tone. At least 25% body fat, just whatever. Here's the thing. The biggest guy, Babe Ruth, out of shape, but okay. <laughs> well, that's the difference. <laughs> but... Okay. Ben, uh, B... Did you be honest? Sure. How many innings of the World Series did you just watch? Total? Yeah. In in totality? Yes. I would say. I mean, I watched like four last night, and then I got so upset because it was a blowout. I'm like, yeah, I mean, forget that's that. Fine. I mean, realistically, I probably watched. I probably watched like a game's worth total. So I probably watched nine innings of okay. the whole World so Series. So my my Maybe point in that yes. is that if you Austin Lane yes. were living in the 40s and 50s yes the thing to do. Yes. Would be like you watching Sunday or Monday night uh, and, and checking your fantasy football lineup. Sure. Like, so it would be like that thing to do. Baseball isn't like that anymore. Mm -hmm. There's so many different sports like that. But ba football is that now for us that we it's like can't miss. Mm -hmm. But baseball's like that. So that's why I that era where everybody was just, it was baseball, 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 baseball yeah. all the time, I think. Yeah. Cause, uh, and you had this great generation of players. Like, sure. I mean, an unbelievable generation. No one had a six-pack. No one was just... <laughs> No swag. <laughs> they certainly they didn't every, have Cassie's table twice a day. Everyone's hat looked exactly <laughs> the same. You had to put it on the right way. Yeah, <laughs> exciting stuff. Oh, man. I'm just, you know, I'm just messing, man. Kind of get back into your world. What, whoever, whatever boxing match is this weekend or last weekend, yes. we would have all been watching it. Yeah, Muhammad and so, Ali. I mean, and so for two hours on radio Monday, we'd be talking about that boxing match. Yeah, we would have. Yeah, and, and, and instead and, and of and me beating Casey in fantasy football, no, for sure. Like I mean, the, the boxing match would have been that's everything. where the conversation is now gone. Yeah. So we got Georgia at one. We got Alabama. It was a real hum. Oh, well, how do I talk about that? I tell you what, Brent. I tell you what, that, hey, that that's actually pretty good, right? I there, tell right? you what, that Mickey Mantle home run the last night. You know, it was a, it was a real humdinger. If you you know what I'm saying. It was, the, it was the bee's knees, as the kids are saying. Okay, sorry, Casey, we're, we're back. Hey, give, me, give me a little Gordon Gowdy, please. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> Why do you have to put your arms like that, by the way? Like, this is because of Jolly. I, I can't even tell you what that reminds me of, but a couple of guys in town wouldn't know that. Reminds me. They okay. used to do that, too, when talking about uh, one of our old news directors. Babe Ruth up to bat <laughs> after his fifth cigar of the day. Looking for a good double to win the game. Oh, and it's he's and it's over the fence. Wow, that's a home run for Babe Ruth, 20th of the season. Congratulations, Babe. And he's rounding the bases. It, he's the bee's knees. Okay, let's go. All right. Uh, I don't know where we're going. I don't know where we're going. I thought we're it's going. college football. I've been trying for 10 minutes. Nobody cares. Well, I figured that out. The glory days of Mickey Mantle and Ted yeah. Williams and everything. Yeah. Hey, are you at? He asked. I can't even make out his name because it's cut off. My football something says. What are we talking about here? Well, you just found oh, out. Oh, it's it's my foot. Your face. My foot, your face. That's what it's called. <laughs> okay. That's what it's called. Right. My foot, your face. Is this, is this like your... MMA guy? Might be. <laughs> Might be. Yeah, right? yeah. Uh, that's a good name. Well, you should go there. Well, it's a little bit better than free-range hot buns. <laughs> I'm just saying. It, to tune in on Friday, I'll do a little MMA breakdown for you. you you'll see card this Friday. Can yeah. you do it in a Kurt Gowdy voice Friday? Who's, I don't know who Kurt Gowdy is, no, man. Like is that the... Oh, oh, yeah, I, I got you. I got you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, with your sure. arms flailing.
<laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> like, I just, I have no uh, mobility. It's just my whole body moves. All right. All right. Who cares about the college football player? Nobody. <laughs> I've established really, nobody. I've established. Seriously, who cares it's about fine. the college football player? I won't try again. Hitting the, hitting the real hard-hitting topics. If you could go back in time and watch Ted Williams, what would that be like? I mean, 20-minute conversation. Yeah. But the college football playoff is meant for us to... We'll talk about, so I'm not going to do it for them. Okay. Now, they, they got a couple things right, at least. I thought it was a, a refreshing to see Oklahoma as far down yeah. as they were. I like yep. Michigan State being up there because they Michigan earned State it. Michigan State has earned it. Uh, you can see what they're doing here. They're, they're obviously trying to get Cincinnati out of there, yeah. as always, which is ridiculous, but it's why we got to get to a playoff. Why do we have the same conversation? UCF, Cincinnati, yeah. it's the same thing. Oregon, a little shocking? I. Uh, yeah, but the Ohio State carries weight. Ohio okay. State's playing well. Like, you know, the yeah. way that the eye test looks good. And so for them to beat them, and they lost in overtime to Stanford. But yeah. I, I thought they were higher than I, than I figured they would be. I will say that. Yeah. Oregon got a lot more credit for that Ohio State win. Because other than that, well, I mean, who have they really beat? The thing about it that gets, it's like, who has Alabama beat? Right. Yeah. Right? And, That's and the point. My kid, he hates Alabama. My like, kid. Uh, he hates him. He's like, <laughs> Why do they have, like, Alabama yep. bias? Here we go again. Why yep. are they number two? Like, Good why team. is Alabama number two? <clears throat> because I have them winning the whole thing. That's why. Hey, well, out me on and, a limb there. Me and Paul Feinbaum. But what I don't think happens, see, I don't think Alabama can lose twice and get in unless there's just a train wreck behind them. Yeah. No, they obviously can because no, it's they stupid. No, they can't. It's set up for the Big Ten champ to get in. Yep. It's set up for Oregon to get in if they continue to win. Which is a big it's if. It's probably set up for Oklahoma to get in if they continue to win. Could be a big if, too. It, and they can, as soon as they lose, as soon as Alabama loses, they can drop them to wherever they want to drop them to. If they lose by one point to Georgia, they don't get in? In the SEC championship. Not if everything else shakes out the way I said. No, they don't. So now, they would still get in probably over winless, I mean, uh, uh, undefeated Cincinnati. So what it comes down to is just schedule a bunch of games you can't win and lose them close, and then you'll get in. <laughs> That's pretty much what it is. If I would say Cincinnati. that Cincinnati needs to win more sexy than they have in the last couple of weeks. We knew that. Yeah. And they haven't. They haven't looked unbelievable. Mm -hmm. They need to go throttle people. It's like the old style. Yeah. We'll be back. Action Sports Shacks on Mickey ESPN. Mantle or or watch Mickey Mantle or Ted Williams? Ted Williams. Ted Williams. Man, okay. What do you Whoa. think? Okay. Greatest hitter of all time. Whoa. Okay. My God. Dang. Golf picks. Golf picks. The butcher yeah. comes back when we come back on ESPN 690. It's, it's, this is a 4-3 four, three, four, three defense. You know, I'm trying to think. Last 4-3 defenses are hard to find in the NFL now. It's mostly 3-4. Seahawks were a little bit of a 4-3, but they did both. A lot of bare defense. Um, you know, Houston was a very 4-3 defense, but that was six years ago. So. That is Urban Meyer earlier today uh, talking about uh, some of the defenses Trevor Lawrence will go against and uh, this Buffalo Bills defense that's very good. course, coming up on Sunday, we will have uh, ESPN 690 game day live from the Duval House on uh, Sunday morning, 9 a.m. until 11 a.m. Swing on by. Come on by right off the uh, foot of the heart bridge there. And we will, of course, have a bunch of our TV coverage. Countdown to kickoff, 1130 inside the stadium. Postgame show uh, and Action Sports Shacks primetime later that night, including a bunch of shows all weekend long. Uh, Friday, we'll have the Blitz Scoreboard Show brought to you by uh, Baker Sports and UNF Ospreys. Go check out UNFOspreys.com for new schedules, results, and basketball season is happening right around the corner here uh, all across the country. 
but with the uh, University of North Florida. You can get your tickets at unfospreys.com. Blitz Scoreboard Show, 9 o'clock on Friday night. It's the last week of the regular season in high school football. Casey, I made him nervous there. He's like, the last week? I thought we were going three more weeks. Yeah, we're yeah. doing a couple playoff editions. All right. Uh, that is why. I had no so, idea. Uh, Brett Martin, no, I, merely, I merely show up. Casey yeah. Kurtz, we're all over the place here on uh, on this Wednesday edition. Quick thought on your fantasy team, Mike Thomas uh, not going to play the rest of the year, so that will hurt some. Yeah. That may be planned for the future. Yep. Odell Beckham Jr. is getting hey. benched, supposedly. So I have Odell Beckham Jr. Okay. I had Mike Thomas. By the way. Oh, you had, you had Michael Thomas? Yeah. I had. That's kind of okay. why I brought it up. Okay, I'm sorry. I thought we were just, like, talking to the whole general public here. Didn't know we are talking to Casey. No, he looked at me, and I just kind of stood well, here. I see, I didn't notice that. Yeah. Then, hey, man, don't What's complain about an IR spot if you got Michael Thomas on the team, though. You know? I don't, though. Okay, we we let him go? Yeah, I let All him right. go. Finally. I let him walk. Okay. Got his walking papers. Well, how about this? I'll tell you something about my team. I have Odo Beckham Jr. And Henry Ruggs. Oof. I would drop Henry Brent. Ruggs. I say it's think I just haven't front. gone to make a move yet, but I think I will. Yeah, yeah I think so, too. So yeah. uh, that is, uh, I'm going to be looking on the wide receiver market. Well, the Odell Beckham stuff's interesting. Like, they couldn't trade him or, or for what they want. <laughs> yeah, what they want. His dad's sharing video of him not catching passes. He doesn't <laughs> go to practice is, today. Is he in high like, Is this a high schooler? That, like, I know. I, can't, I, you, I mean, listen, If you when you go to college, if your parents are still involved in your playing time, that's a problem. Sure. Okay? When but you go to the NFL and you go to professional sports and your parents are still involved in your playing time, yeah. that's a bigger problem. It's a huge problem. I'd be like, Dad, you just chill a little bit. I'll handle this. Thank you. Now, meanwhile, I'll make sure I'm involved in the playing time in high school. Yes. <laughs> no, for sure. Hey, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait to Brett Martin polls. Hey, do you know who I am? Go ahead and play him a little more. Appreciate it. We're going to be all over the news. Yeah, uh, here's a donation. Um, the, uh, by the way, that's kind of the secret sauce of the, of the uh, college playing time, right? It's like, here's a donation. <laughs> I don't think they need that in the, in the pro sports. No, uh, probably not. The, uh, hey, we got the, uh, the butcher is back. I don't know. I mean, the, oh, oh, I, we should we just start over? Yeah. Yeah, I think. Is it that bad? It's pretty bad. Well, what, here's did the, get more points. Of course. It's oh, really? <laughs> Both of you guys missed the cut. I know I missed hey, the cut now. Hey, I'm now missing cuts. Hey, Austin's guy didn't miss the cut. He quit. Yeah, my guy okay. quit. Oh, he, he cho- it was a choice. It was our choice. I had one where I withdrew earlier this year. Yeah, I couldn't handle what that was. Yeah, so don't lump me in with Austin. My guy at least tried. Not oh, very wow. hard. So now I'm in. Who's in last place again on this thing? Yeah, that's me. Okay. Okay. Making okay. sure. Yeah. Making well. sure. Okay. So um, it's not even worth probably sharing the scores. I I share them. Share them. It's called motivation. Austin Lane, 192.6. I like that number. Uh, Myself would be (laughs) 99.7. For the love of God. (laughs) Just give me a little flip over to that radio station. Definitely cross over the century mark, though, huh? (laughs) (laughs) We're waiting on (laughs) you. And Brent Martineau, 692.3. Oh, my goodness. 692.3. That's See, you can keep it locked on 690. Lapping us (laughs) 2.3. (laughs) us. I like that, Brent. I mean, who goes, in case you want to go closer to the correct radio station, we should be on. You're right a lot there. closer than I am. <laughs> All right, uh, let's go. What do we got, the Mayakoba Classic? Yeah, they've changed the name a bunch, but the point of the story is if you know what Mayakoba is, that's what it is. Do um, we know what it, I mean, so they're in Mexico. Okay, yeah, that's all you need to know. Yes, that's okay. what we do now. Um, yep. So am I picking first? I, I think, like, okay. is that how this goes? I don't know. We haven't really set up a strategy, oh, but okay. I will pick so first. pick first, Casey. And I will take Abraham Answer. Okay. In his home country. Okay. Doesn't play in, just really good at golf. 
Now, do we are we do we know this course a lot? Like good drives. I'm long done putts. giving any advice to anybody <laughs> until I start making some cuts. Okay. So I until then, you. I'm just gonna not say anything. Screw and the course. Okay. Yeah, screw it. Cool. Uh so I'm going next then. Uh, I can tell you, last year's winner is in the field. But that's about. Can you tell it. me who last year's winner is, please? Because I don't pick the last year's winner. Uh, Victor Hovland. Good. Okay. So this is taking place in my Cobe, as you guys may or may not know. It's in Mexico. <laughs> and okay. Yeah. And I'm not sure how long you guys have worked in an office setting, but a thing about the office yet. setting is the fact that sometimes when people take trips and they come back from Mexico or Jamaica or something, they make a habit of telling you how great the trip was and then sharing their photos. And that guy looks like a certain guy. So I'm trying to find the guy that would go to Mexico for a week, he would come back, and then he would share his entire photo album with you like it's 1999. As I go through the field, and it pains me to say this, because I had a lot of respect for this guy back in 2012 when I was eight or nine beers deep at the Players' Championship. I saw this dude, and I said, dude, you're a swagger hound. And he kind of laughed at me a little bit and just kind of played me off. But uh, I got his attention. It was really cool. But now he's turned into this guy who looks like he went to Mexico for a week, got a little too sunburned, came back, and now is trying to show off his photos. And I'm taking Ricky Fowler. Ah, Fowler's been playing pretty better golf, too. That's interesting. Tell me this guy wasn't in Mexico for a week and got too sunburned. What happened to Ricky Fowler? <laughs> what, what, what happened to Ricky Fowler? This guy was a swagger hound. Now he's just, I don't know, man. I don't know what happened he's to him. He's a father. Oh, is he father? Yeah, he will be. Oh, congratulations to Ricky then. That, that, that explains it. Dad bod. You know what? I was going to go, like, I was going to try to pick, uh, like, a Shane Lowry type or somebody like oh, yeah, that. he's good. I don't even know what the odds are. This <laughs> Here we go. Chalk Martino coming up again. Here we go. And I'm going to go with Justin Thomas. Yeah. That's what he's going to say. Nah, I'm not doing Justin Thomas. Uh, but I saw... Billy Horschel on Saturday at the Florida Georgia game. Okay. And I was like, hey, how's your game? And oh. he said, good. So I got a little inside knowledge. Oh, no. I might have investigated four, more than that. Four letters. Good. I'm not sharing everything. <laughs> I'm going Billy Horschel. All and right. And one of the featured groups, by the way, too. Like, I wonder what Billy's odds are in this. Can't be like, he can't be like a he's in, favorite. He's this. in the top tier in daily. Is he really? Yeah. Uh, chalk again. It's all good. I mean, no, no, hard I, to say I, Billy Horschel's a chalk play. Well, if he's in the top hey, tier of... Hey, boys with Billy Horschel like that, can we get him to change his shoes? Like, it just pains me every time. He's wearing, like, these super nice dress shoes. It's like him and Webb Simpson. They wear these, like, super nice shoes. It stands out. You don't like it? I don't like it. So they're super nice, but you don't like it? Yeah, it just looks funny. Oh, yeah, they're, like, wing-tipped. Yeah, see? You seen these? What is he, rocking a zoot suit riot? <laughs> So next time you talk to him, yeah, just let him know about the, the shoes. Yeah. Babe, Ruby well, the home run with a real zoot suit riot. <laughs> my, my guess is he's being paid handsomely <laughs> to wear by, oh, yeah, by some sponsor. Call. I know that part. Uh, is that I'll, I'll be losers now with those shoes. Um, Eco or those are those are echo. foot joys. Those, those are <laughs> echo. Those are foot joys. Echo what? Is it an echo? Is that a shoe company? Echo was a clothing company when I was like in middle school with, yeah. with the Rhino. Yes, correct. Yeah. So it's Foot Joy. For Foot Joy, yes. Yeah, foot that's joy. Foot Joy. Foot yeah. Joy is classic. Yeah, I got. <laughs> yeah. We 19, just need them to change, is all I'm asking. 1940s classic. No World Series Game 7 coming up, so just ESPN programming tonight. Yeah. And uh, we'll see you on TV, CBS 47, Fox 30, and at Strings Sports Brewery tomorrow at 3 o'clock. Come on out and join us. Have a good night, everybody.